When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Josh Wiggler here. It's time for more Succession Podcasting here on Post Show Recap. Get that four on the floor as we are going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 3, The Disruption. Feedback. We got your feedback. We're doing feedback shows. It's a thing. We're going to do two Succession Podcasts every week. He demanded it. I don't think anyone actually literally demanded it, but we're having fun. The show is great. So many different people out here want to be talking about Succession. Who are we to deny the people and i'm so psyched about this one because it's not the first time we've talked about succession but it's the first time we've talked about succession on a podcast in gosh two years at this point it's been a minute uh last uh my memory of the last time i spoke with this guy about succession we uh discussed how uh we did a manscaped ad on one of our succession <laughs> podcasts that traumatized his children Hopefully, uh, no no further trauma to occur as we bring back Survivor veteran, Succession podcast veteran, Dominic Abate. Dom, everyone's cool. Like, no one's listening, right? Like, the kids are out of the room. I, I locked them all out because <laughs> I realized that Succession podcasts are, are R-rated and definitely you just don't know like the pocket like r-rated like i think we're like in pg-13 territory but it could you never know when it's gonna go full uh full effing beast uh, every, every episode i watch i feel like i need a bath after it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like uh like kendall after he's uh raked his father across the coals publicly he needs to just like get into an empty bathtub that's you or exactly. you turn the water on um no i'm definitely turning the water on yeah it's a and filthy show. It's a filthy show. And it's so weird because my three favorite shows on television right now, I I believe you're a fan of all three. And yeah. Succession is one. Yep. And I know this is not currently airing, but recently season two of Ted Lasso. And yep. I only just got into Ted Lasso like oh, wow. six weeks ago. Oh, so you binged it. You binged the whole thing. Binged it twice. Wow. Yeah, that happens. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the morning show. 
Oh, I'm behind on the morning show. Oh, I am. I, I, I'm up to date and it is, it's good. It's still good. So for me, these are like the best writing and TV for me, like that, uh, you know, things that interest me, keep my, keep my interest. Uh, these three shows are my phase, but succession, like I said, uh, I feel like there's a through line there. Like there's the Apple TV connection for morning yeah. show and Ted Lasso. Uh, and I think like uh succession and morning show, both dealing with news and uh, the corporate yeah. environment and the nasty things that but go then, on in the corporate world. But then I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's mm. connecting succession to Ted Lasso. Cause like one show is like aggressively positive and one show is like aggressively nasty. Well, after I watch an episode of succession, I need to watch shot, an episode of Ted Lasso answer. just yeah, to I cleanse the soul. <laughs> I totally get it. How would Ted do? Uh, would Ted be able to make short work of everybody at Waystar Royco? Would like his overwhelming positivity be able to like take down Logan Roy or would Logan Roy, uh, bring Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso all the way down to the mat. How does that, how does that shake out? It's like, you can't even fathom it. It's like complete antithesis, right? You have the, 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 the filthiest, most cruel Roy family and the nicest, gentle hearted Ted Lasso. I don't even know what would happen if you blended those two in the same mixer. I just want to watch Roy Kent dunk on all these people. Like I would love to see Roy (laughs) Kent be set loose. The best on, uh, on on basically any one of them uh, would be would be fantastic. <laughs> he would suffer none of these. So I, I didn't mean to take us down these down these other avenues, but I just wanted to let you know what I've been watching yeah. the last few months, weeks, whatever well, you, it may be. You know, like we've we've been talking about Succession. Like we we talked about Succession, you know, years ago towards the end of season two. I think you and I were hitting the L to the OG stuff. Oh back my then. god! Uh, you know, we are a world away from that because like Kendall has uh fully rebelled against the family like very publicly that was the big cliffhanger of season two and now we're like three episodes in to season three and like we have like a a lot more of a sense of like what that looks like from both logan's perspective of how he received all of that and from kendall's perspective as far as like what he's trying to do and i say we're not like I, i say we're worlds away from l to the og but like I don't know, Dom, didn't you get like big sort of like L to the OG energy out of Kendall right now? Like this is a guy who wants to be in the conversation. Uh, and I think by the end of this one, it's a lot of like careful what you wish for. If you want to be a meme, like there's a that's a double edged sword. This is this has been consuming my mind so much that can, we have to go back to season two. At the, all right. I actually have to go back to end of season one. End of yeah. season one. Kendall gets into this accident. Daddy comes and saves him from him getting in trouble for this terrible incident that took place. The beginning of season two, you have this soft, vulnerable Kendall who is just completely broken, doesn't know what to do with himself, and literally is at his father's side for every episode. And I felt like the entire season two was about the grooming process of Kendall. And it all came to culmination at the end when he told Kendall, you're just not a killer son. Right. And then his son goes out and murders his father. Yes. Public, I mean, public execution. And, and I'm like, that was the greatest season in the world because the whole time you think he's this scared little puppy, but what we weren't paying attention to was the fact that he was like grooming him into this machine. And I thought that was one of the greatest 
finales of a show because it kind of caught us all off guard. Yeah. And that's what got me so fired up about season three coming up because I was like, I can't wait to see what this maniac's up to now. And I'm a disappointed <laughs> yeah. or slash still intrigued. But like, where did the killer go? He's back to his old, I think I tweeted, his old insecure has to make sure he's, you know, getting his his glitter and make, you know. He I'm needs fat. his family's approval, all of this. Oh, stuff. like yeah. what happened to this well-polished animal that was created at the end of season two? And why is he back here? Which takes me down a third dimension. And again, when I say third dimension theories, most people will say I'm going a little bit too far with it. All right. Okay. Well, let's go down the rabbit hole. What are you thinking? I am still trying to grasp whether or not it's all intentional. Okay. I have this theory that Wendell, uh, Wendell. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Wendell on the brain. Dr. Freud. (laughs) Kendall. Wow. Kendall, not Wendell. Right. Kendall Holland or Wendell Roy. Yeah. Um, So that Kendall may be self-sabotaging while also taking his father down so that at the next shareholders meeting, everyone just votes them out and that. Sandy and Stewie win this proxy battle, walk in, and but meanwhile, Kendall is in for all of it. Like there's this side deal going on, no one knows about. And that this is almost he's almost imploding publicly so that nobody has faith in him and that no one wants to give any of the Roy children or daddy the ability to run this company any further. Yeah. So this is where like my mind is really gone with it. But again, it's a, you know, a third dimensional theory. Well, I think, look, I think that one of the things uh, like, you know, this season has been really interesting, right? Like the pacing has been has been uh, a thing that we've been talking about a lot where like those first two episodes like all take place in like one like, you know, pretty short period of time. Uh, Like the second episode, like all of the siblings are together. Like it feels like that exact night, like, you know, like Shiv drives over and then everything like they're fresh off the plane and like everybody's getting together and like talking through all that. And then this one is the one where it seems like some time has lapsed and we're getting right. to see like people sort of like settle into what this new ecosystem is. But I think like across those first two episodes, like you get that first one where like Kendall is like, he gives himself a minute to like take the dry bath and like try and like figure out what the hell he's going to do next. And then it's action stations. Like he's ready to go. He's mm-hmm. getting the powerful lawyer. He's making his moves. Um, but like fairly quickly in like episode two, like you see how much he wants his like siblings to be on board. Um, he's still in episode three. It feels like he's he's still like fairly like quick and decisive in action. A lot of those actions seem like massively dicey and like deeply, deeply ego driven. Um, but I think like could that still be like can can that like you know dependency on his family, like the need for his love for his family, like. Do we want to just like, you know, by the end of this episode, right? Like he's totally blown out. Like what Shiv does like seems to like really, really mess with him. Right. Um, but like, are we are we repeating history, Dom, if we go into episode four thinking that like, no, Kendall's just been like uh, his image has just been assassinated and he's just going to be totally neutered and he's not going to be able to do anything anymore. Like is history repeating itself if we're like <laughs> underestimating him in that regard and like not like taking into account that he still has a good amount of like 
business savvy in this situation, that he's not still like pretty strategically sound in some of these moves. I still believe that season two happened for the reason to show us that he's been groomed. Yeah. And that that these moves, like you said, they're still even though some of them look messy from the outside looking in, they still are decisive. He's making these decisions on the fly. And, and he seems the thing is, like, you'd never know with him. Like, he'll be on the phone with his attorney and he's like, you know, we could do something, right? We could call a raid. Can we call a raid? Right. We can. Right. All right. right I'll call you back. Bye. And it's like. And then all of a sudden a raid happens at the end of the episode. You're like, he definitely did that, right? That's definitely him. He pulled that off. And I don't, we don't know what happened in between. There were so many subtle little things that I picked up on rewatching this episode that I didn't see at all in the first watch. Yeah. And it's, it's a like, really rewarding show to rewatch. If people aren't rewatching it, like do it because like you will see, you will experience the episode totally different from like instance to instance. Like there's no like two ways to like, no two ways of watching Succession are the same right now. But also, once you see the ending of an episode, it always like is the ending is always like the conclusion of like it's it's the outcome of a, a series of events that take place during the episode. So for me, once I got to the ending and I see the raid taking place and you could kind of see Kendall's got like the smirk on his face a little bit. Then I had to go back and see again, like what transpired all these events. And I, I picked up on so many things that I missed the first watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, there's a lot of meat in this episode. There's a, quite a bit of meat. And I'm just trying to um, see here. Like I, the one thing that throws me off, with Kent, like this good tweet, bad tweet stuff. Yes. Right? Yes. Like it's hysterical and it's a lot to do with his image and, making sure you know just making sure he's perceived in a certain way in the public's eye he really cares about that like oh for sure really authentically like this dude wants to be loved uh and it makes sense like for the whole roy family that they were all like deprived of that like uh growing oh, up for sure that that is like a central focus <clears throat> for so many of them but for like kendall yeah like he wants to be like you know he wants to be like G.I. Joe out here taking but down he, Cobra. But it, if you if you listen, he makes a comment that that's what got me thinking. And it was where he said, like, they everyone was kind of laughing at him uh, when that show came on. I forget, you know, the, the one where. Yeah, the, Sophie's show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sophie's yeah, yeah. show. Oh, the pussy. The, the, the disruption. <laughs> the yeah. disruption. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. He says something like, I no longer care. This is like, I am who I am. He says these words and it's in the past. Like he was always kind of like, what, is, what do people perceive me? But now he's kind of embracing it. Like, yeah, great. Like he's throwing himself into the, into the uh, lion's den. He, he wants to take this woman on, on her show and say, yeah, go ahead. Come at me. It's a good conversation. Let's talk about it. So I think there is something different this time around than in the past. But you're right. The entire family is completely obsessed with their image. And and a lot of it probably has to do with the daddy issue that they yeah. didn't get their hugs and they didn't get the love. And I mean, Logan it's Roy is this son like, of a bitch. Logan's the one who's like complaining that people aren't hugging him enough now. It's oh, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's there's but like I said, so there's that. Right. Um, the other thing I, I wanted to say, like, is like how much. Uh, how, how many episodes have we watched where the siblings are just tormenting each other, right? Like 
busting each other's like jobs. Almost all of them. No? Every episode, yeah. they're just coming at each <laughs> other. I don't know how any of them take each other serious. Like if if someone did have a serious proposition, like Kendall had last episode, even if they told him, "Yeah, Kendall, we're on board." How does he even take any of that seriously? They've they've screwed each other over a thousand times. Right. And the father too, Logan. Uh, Logan screwed Shiv over. She was supposed to be CEO. She's supposed to be this. And then he's like, I, you know, back off. You're not, you're not there yet. You know, I'll let you know when it's time. But now he's back and talking to Shiv. And he's like, Shiv, you're in my corner, right? You know? And she's like, sure, dad. Yeah. How did they take each other serious after they screwed each other? A million times over and it baffles yeah. me that they just keep staying in that family circle though because they really have nowhere else to go yeah. you know what i mean they're like this this broken family that just doesn't know how to live in the outside world they only know how to live in this demented world that they've created well don't they have two places to go right now like you could go with logan or you can go with kendall or there i guess there's option uh three which is like you could go your own way and like it feels like no one is willing to like uh like permanently affix themselves uh to either logan or kendall because they all want option three but they don't want option three until options one and two kill two. each other right uh so like that what's seems a, to be like the whole shiv arc that's going on right now there's a yeah there's a shiv arc there but there's also a greg arc there yes because yes. he is you know on kendall's side because kendall's giving him a watch well, is he no. giving him the watch or no, is he right. giving him the watch hookup? <laughs> right. uh, just to draw in some feedback real quick, Sam had asked, he wanted you to know from you, Dom, uh, what's the most expensive, completely useless thing you've bought? Uh, $40,000 watch. Is that your style? Would you ever do that? No way. Yeah, no, you No never. way. Yeah. I'm not, I like, uh, even like nice cars. I, I don't, I, I don't. That's not my thing either. I yeah. like a nice dependable car. Yeah. I like some, you know, I'll drive a badass car, but cars, watches. Look, I would like a nice watch. I would like a nice car, but I don't need a collection of them. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah. What's the most expensive, ridiculous thing I've yeah, ever most bought? Completely useless is the exact phrase. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't really buy big items. I don't really. You like buy. things with utility too. You're not yeah, gonna, I think you're so. Not get it completely useless. Also, thing. once you have kids, I mean, you don't. This it's very rare you buy yeah. yourself something completely you know, useless thing. Yeah, for, not maybe not for you specifically. Oh, sure, exactly. <laughs> like that. Um, that opens it up perhaps a little bit. But yeah, like Greg's even like uh, Greg is thinking. Th everybody's thinking things through. Tom, who's Tom talking to? Do you have Tom theories right now? I have a lot of Tom theories and I have Greg. Well, let's yeah, go let's, back to Greg for a second. Yeah, let's do it. So first, Greg is hanging with Kendall. Yes. But Tom is coming into the office. He also goes into the office at Waystar and, and Tom's coming in and he demotes him into this ugly new office. And he's like, you know, Greg, if you want to come with me tonight to meet this attorney, I guess he's going to meet an attorney to, you know, weigh out options. I'd like for you to come. And he's like, uh, you know, I'm good. You know, whatever. And he doesn't, he acts as if like, he's not really aligned with Tom at all, but he's the one that called Tom this episode to tell Tom that Kendall's coming to Waystar. Yeah. You have to, like, that's something I didn't pick up the first time watching it, but the second time I did. So wait a second. So wait, so these two are not, not working together and yet Greg's throwing him a bone. Yeah. You know they're what I'm still saying? Tight. They're still tight. Like, so I think still they, they still smell each other as like outsiders in this world. Exactly. There's also my theory with Tom and Shiv, and this is another third dimension theory. Let's do it. Open it up. But you saw what Tom did, right? He lied to 
Shiv and said, yeah, I met with the attorney and I gave him this John Doe scenario hypothetical. And he laid it all out for her. And once he laid it out, he gauged her reaction to it. After he said, I think I should sacrifice myself to your father and let your dad know that he can take me out and use me as the punching bag for this whole cruises issue. I'm the guy. He can do it. And at first she's like, oh, no, Tom, you shouldn't do that. And then she's like, but it might gain some favor with my father. Maybe it's a good idea. So that was his reaction gauging of number one. Right. Then he takes it to Logan, says the same thing and kind of gets a similar reaction from Logan. Oh, no, you have nothing to worry about. But thanks, Tom. I really appreciate it. And that's when Tom realizes I'm screwed. Yeah, I'm dead in the it. yeah, I'm it. dead in the water. And that's when he makes the actual so you, call to the attorney. So, so you read that because I think I read that the same way that like Tom like like takes this to Shiv, takes this to, to Logan, uh, to like basically how are they get like are they gonna like immediately be like, No way, Tom, no, 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 no. We're not we're not gonna throw you to the wolves, or are they gonna be like Oh, that's actually interesting. You know, like, but, and, if, and if it's the second thing, then he knows like, okay, I can't like stay here. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's funny how they both kind of reacted in the same Roy way. Yeah. First, it's like, what are you talking about? Don't be silly. And then the light bulbs went on and they're both like, like you but know, yeah. maybe this could work. Yeah. And that's actually what happened. That's exactly what Tom was doing. I, I mean, if I'm wrong, I'd be surprised. Maybe I am. But once he got gauged their reactions equal, like both of them, that's when he said, okay, now I have to call the attorney and get this consultation. He never got it pr prior to that. Yeah. That's like, that's spelled out pretty clearly that he was waiting to tell them both his plan to see how they react. And then he's like, all right, now I know what I'm in store for because they both kind of told me they're ready to sacrifice me. So now I believe Tom is ready to take them down uh, and yeah. maybe, maybe do some type of, um, you know, uh, immunity issue you know immunity plan here where he's going to make sure he's he's free and clear but he's going to spill the beans on everything and this is where the third dimension theory comes into play is that we don't really know how far back the history of shiv and tom go right at the beginning Not of season really, one they're kind yeah. of dating are they yeah. engaged at the beginning they're, i think that they're uh are they engaged at the start i actually don't remember if they're like full-on engaged right. um would you would you say it's impossible because it's also the same exact time that the other head of cruises retires. he's not he's like he's thinking of popping the question he wants to get like logan's right. permission while That's logan right. is sick yeah, yeah, yeah but at this point he's been pulled into the family yes and then Kind of at the beginning of the show, he's also promoted to, you know, head of cruises. cruises. Yeah. I mean, is it crazy to think that they pick, handpicked this guy? Oh, wow. That he was like deliberately selected as a fall guy. Uh, I, this family is that sick. Now, that's what I'm saying. Is the show that. That is the show. Devious. Like, that's, that's pretty messed up. I, like, that's my I third like, dimension. I mean, theory. like, I. Uh, interesting to consider this like i don't think so but like just to like play this out because like the more i like think about it, the more this like does like i don't know if this feels like a thing that succession the show would necessarily do but i think it feels like a thing that like the roys would do right which, which is like uh like marry somebody who's kind of like a yeah. loser idiot who like if that person died you wouldn't cry for too right long. 
And that's what uh, he is. He's been a punching bag to Shiv the entire show. Like, I mean, she just yeah. uh, she cheats on him every opportunity she gets. She shows him no respect at all. And he says yes to everything. She's, he's like the perfect candidate to just come in there and be their sacrificial lamb. And it's almost like they saw this coming from this you know perspective many moons ago. Yeah. And they were like, he's perfect candidate. I mean, if they were going to do that, then why didn't they just like throw him onto the fire last season? Like, why wasn't this a pretty easy choice? That's uh, is a it good because point. like Shiv, like developed feelings for like actual authentic feelings for Tom. And so like, you know, cause she is the one who like stands up for him in the end in season two is like, this is uh, true. Like just not Tom, like is what she basically says. Like, just yeah. not Tom, like anybody, but not Tom. That's a fair um, point. That's a fair point. See, that's why I called my third dimension. Theory. You know, like, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think the show would go like that. that deep. But yeah, yeah. like, I get the impulse because like these people are horrific. And like, I, it was, it was on the last podcast. Jess was, was talking about how, like, cause I had like come in there being like, are we sure that like Kendall blasted Nirvana? Like, are we not, are we not like See, thinking that somebody it's else? It's so funny you it? say that because I thought the same thing the first, like, for for so long, I was convinced Kendall's the one that was blasting Nirvana. But right. don't, you do you well, remember? So she she points out like Jess was talking about how uh, Kendall like sends out like his like assistant to like go pick stuff up. And it's like so that's probably the speakers. Like, well, that's that's right. That's exactly what he said. He said I yeah. just uh, airdropped you a laundry list of items. Right. And then right after that, you see that those JBL Party Box three hundreds. By the way, I have. Is that one. what those are? Yes, I have one. <laughs> And yeah. it's amazing. Those speakers oh, are perfect. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but how I was thinking, portable are they like, how did they like, just like drop those in the middle of the town hall? Without, so like, first of all, you out. plug, you can, you plug them in to yeah. charge them. And oh, then so you they're, can, just, they're like, uh, they're like battery operated. So like, well, you, the, you can keep it anywhere. plugged in or you can keep it plugged in, but if you charge it overnight, that thing will stay juiced for eight straight hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I use that in my backyard and I move it around the property, depending on where we're hanging out and this and that. And it wow. thing, the thing cranks. So they did not exaggerate the sound, you know, the amount of sound. Cause I think they had two of them going inside the uh, a mighty the, endorsement. It, well, you couldn't tell it was a JBL party box unless you owned one and knew yeah. that little red logo, but well, podcast <laughs> listeners are getting a good tip right now. <laughs> like, oh, that but let's, good. let's, let's explore another possibility on the speakers because before she went in to give the big speech, they were contemplating what questions to answer for the town hall. And they were saying, we can't answer any of these questions. These are all disgruntled employees. Yeah. You know, it was like some really vicious attacks and questioning. So they opted to use their own line of questioning. That's more of a safe space for them. So it's possible that an, a disgruntled employee or a group of them. I thought this too. Like I thought, I thought it could be like, uh, like people who are working there and who are dissatisfied and that this right. was like an internal thing. Um, but like, it's certainly at the very least like positioned that it was Kendall. Like, yes. the, like the Agreed. boxes are in his office. Agreed. Shiv like reacts the way that she does. Like, uh, you know, like she like retaliates against Kendall, right? Like basically like, uh, like treating this as though like, okay, so like Kendall did this to me. Like, this is right. like, this is like my brother's, uh, like, uh, come up and sets, you know, like direct response now to, to this, but like my head went to this exact same place of like, I think yeah. it could be people who worked at the, but wait a second. So just remind my timing. Um, did the song come on after the public announcement about what she said about Kendall? No, beforehand. Before, so, 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 so she does. She's doing the town hall on the same day that Kendall comes to work. 
Kendall comes oh, right, to right, work. Right. It's a huge to-do. He rolls up into his office. He sends his guy out to go pick up some stuff. The town hall happens. Nirvana plays. He's nowhere to be found afterwards. He's MIA. He's going to be on the show on the disruption. Uh, the disruption. Uh, right. And during that time, so like by the between like the end of the town hall and before the show airs, right? So like this is like a pretty quick period of time. Yeah, she drafts the statement and sends it out without the uh, the other siblings signing on. So this is a full full on solo attack. Yes, yeah. full on solo attack, and that was another interesting part of the show when were she you surprised was surprised that no one uh signed on that roman and connor were like not not this time like no we're not doing this one i just i think it's just like more of the same like they just they don't ever back each other up on anything you know what yeah. i mean like they just they're always afraid to take that step because they're afraid it's going to upset dad i mean in this situation i think Logan was upset that they didn't sign on because he wanted some more support from the family to discredit Kendall. Um, but it's, I think, it, I think, I think they just love to not give into each other. Yeah. They don't ever want another one to know like, wow, you requested something of me and I did what you asked. It's always just like F you, you know, I'm doing my own thing. You do well, your th thing. Don't involve me. The thing that's going to be hard, uh, like, and I like this, this is why, like, I think like uh, sometimes the show like draws these very natural survivor parallels, Dom is because like, there can only be one winner, you know? Right. And so like, you know, these people are like, I'll make moves with you up to a point, but like, that's right. not, that's not my interest. And like, I'm trying to get, you know, I want to be CEO. I want the million dollars, you know? Yeah. And so like, no one is willing to to do this, but I'm I'm really curious about uh, about like Roman specifically in this episode because he does like the puff piece with Dad, uh, but he he's like seemingly really on board with Team Logan right now because Jerry's in the position that she's in, right. but like he also wasn't willing to just like kill his brother publicly like that. So this was feedback that we got from Tom, not Wom's gams. Uh, <laughs> Tom had written and said, it seems that Shiv's locked in with Logan's side, but Roman might be still keeping his options open. What do you think would push Roman to Kendall's side? So my question to follow that up to you, Dom, is like, do you see anything that would push Roman to like being more like pro his brother right now? Uh, or is that not really, is that pathway kind of closed at the moment? Well, he has Roman has a history of just always giving in to his father and his yeah. father time and time again has publicly or privately humiliated his son. Yes. Just again, completely demeans his son and just makes him feel like shit once again. Yeah. I think what's going to end up happening, if it does happen, it's just going to be like the straw that breaks the camel's back. His father's yeah. going to do something one more time. And and Roman's just going to finally come out of his shell and just tell his father to go F himself. It's the it's the Jerry stuff, right? Like Jerry's going down. Am I am I off base? This is like I'm, I'm really like I've been out here beating the drum of like uh, for all of you who love J. Smith Cameron as Jerry, like enjoy, enjoy it while it lasts. Like right. this is like her being CEO is a nightmare if you're a Jerry fan. Right. Because, and like, she, she cannot hold this position. She's going to be thrown under the bus. That'll be what greases Roman, right? Like he's not going to be able to take that, right? Especially because he thinks he had part in her being in that position that she's in now, right? He made the right. suggestion to his dad, and all of a sudden it happened, and he feels like he had some play in that move there. So, yeah, I would imagine that the Jerry situation 
uh, may be that, you know, and Jerry, I mean, she didn't want this position several episodes ago, right? She's yeah. like, no, 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 keep this shit. I don't want it. Yeah. But, um, and it's funny too, how now you see, you don't say no though, when, when the you don't say no, calling. but I love how some of the other car, I don't forget the names of some of the other characters, some of the top executives, oh, like, like Carl and like yeah. Hugo she's, and giving, she's giving Carl like orders yeah. and he's like, oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll play around with that idea, you know? Yeah. And then walks into Logan's office. He's like, well, you have a problem with the chain of command. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, how do you deal with that? Like being in that position. And then she's hovering over him and. It's just such a weird environment, but that's how you know she's she's just there for like a, a temporary seat, and at some point they're going to bloody her, right? Oh, for yeah. sure, badly. And I think, like you said, I think that'll be one of the reasons that um, Roman does realize that no matter what he does or says, he's never going to win his love from his daddy, and he's never going to win the position of CEO. And maybe going with Big Brother has more appeal to it. And also that reminds me of another theory regarding Tom and yeah. Kendall, the Tom Kendall Alliance. You think that exists or you think it will? Exist? I think it's, it's beginning to, it's beginning to because, yeah. because Tom is unhappy with the response he got from his wife and his father-in-law. He's already on the calls with attorneys to figure out a way out. Kendall specifically tells him in their quick little meeting at the office, I never had a beef with you. Right. You can have another life. He says to him, right. This is the words, right. uh, you know what I mean? You can have a different life. You don't have to live another life as possible, brother. Yeah. Another uh, life like is very possible. lost. I'll see you in another life, brother. Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I thought it meant, you know, we can work something out that doesn't put you, you know, at the bottom of this barrel you know, we can, we can keep you here and alive and you'll thrive with me and team Kendall. Oh yeah. That's definitely, he's, he tells him, he's like, I always liked you, Tom. Right. You know, like, yeah. And it seemed like a real gentle back and forth. And Tom, as he had to kind of was like, Oh, I'm doing well, I'm doing fine. I'm good. You know, keep your offers to yourself, but that's cause he kind of knew people were watching him, but I guarantee that thought and that, uh, you know, that invitation is swirling around in his head. And I think you're going to see something develop from that. Yeah. Who do you think Tom's talking to when he's making the call, though? Like, do you think that he's talking to like, uh, is it just like yet another independent counsel? Like, are we now like how lawyered up are we? How many like different lawyerly characters are we getting on this show? Do you think he's talking uh, to the government? Like, where do you think Tom's at when he's like, you know, because that's before he talks to Kendall. Uh, is like he leaves the room after that conversation with Logan. He takes the call or he makes right. the call rather. Like, who do you think he's going after in that moment? I honestly, I mean, my first reaction was that it's everything he told Shiv he was that he did already, but yeah. he's actually doing it afterwards. So, in other words, I th I thought it was another. I I know he has uh, corporate counsel, right? The company provided them with counsel, but now he's like. Okay, I could now see that my head is on the block here. So time to call my own independent lawyer. So I think it's just that. But yeah, he's probably going to go through that channel first, but he's going to end up being in a room with the Department of Justice and laying everything out at some point, right? I mean, he has to, or maybe Kendall provides another avenue where he doesn't have to, or maybe he does sacrifice someone else, Tom. Yeah. And then 
comes back and maintains a position in the new, you know, administration or whatever you'd call it of Kendall Roy. Yeah. But I don't know because it's, all my theories are conflicting with each other. So I don't know how to really absorb and take on some of these things that I'm watching. Because like I said, I think one hand, I think that Sandy and Stewie are working uh, Kendall, like a, th a three-way project here to take yeah. everyone down. But then another thought of mine says that Kendall really is going to take this thing to the next level. And everything we saw in season two and him being groomed really is like a way to show us that he can handle the job and that he's ready to take on position as the head of this company. Yeah. So I'm back and forth. I'm conflicted the same way that the siblings are conflicted. I'm yeah, conflicted. You're in there too. Uh, all right. Let's throw this to an ad. We're going to do a quick ad break here. Uh, not manscaped. Dom, don't worry. <laughs> Thank I think Manscaped God. dropped us uh, very quickly <laughs> after Succession Season 2. We're going to throw it to our sponsors. We will be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chumbacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. We are back. Uh, see this so quick. A really, really short, really <laughs> short ad break for us in the real time. Uh, I had this uh, that came our way from, from Aaron. Uh, it's like maybe we may get into you went to, you went all the way down the line with Game of Thrones, right? You did Game of Thrones all the way through. I've watched it two full times. Yes, two full times. Yes, like when you say full time, like you watched it in the real time, and then like I watched. It, like, have you rewatched it twice, or you just watched like one of those full times is like the native run of the show? I watched it once in real time, and then rewatched it in a binge. Okay, like all not right. a binge, but like um. Uh, yeah, I mean, over the, like, over the like maybe a two, two to three month. Did you do this during uh, during the past like uh, two years, like during COVID stuff? Did I think I did. I think I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, wow, the, you're the only one. It's you. You did. I it. I did it uh, probably within the last six or seven months, maybe. Okay. All right. Nice. Uh, mm -hmm. So so uh, I want to like just the requisite like we may be about to get into some Game of Thrones spoilers. So if anyone hasn't watched Game of Thrones. Oh, stop. Uh, I assume it. that you have. I'm just <laughs> trying to be kind. 
you know, maybe skip forward a couple minutes. Uh, but this came our way from Aaron, and I, I thought this was provocative. I think the way Aaron phrased it maybe didn't, like, uh, exactly point to, like, where I'm taking it. But Aaron wrote to us and said, is Connor Roy, Connor Roy, Connor the Roy. equivalent to Bran Stark? Rambles on that, about dude. nonsense. He's not key to the story yet, but he's always hanging around. And then Aaron didn't write this part, and this is the spoiler. Dom, is there a world where Connor's the king? Are we overlooking <laughs> Connor Roy? Yeah, I mean, that thought has crossed my mind a hundred times. How could it not, right? He's still a Roy at the That's end of the nightmare. day. All these people suck, but he he really is the worst one. I think he would become president before he became <laughs> CEO of that company. What happened to his presidential campaign? Right? That's what I'm saying. Has he officially suspended that yet? Something. I, I, I feel like we got to see that concession speech at some point. How is it that they don't even mention it? I mean, I, and and is it because of all because his father's company is basically taking a dive? Right. So I guess he's got to just put his little hobby to the side for a while. Well, you know, Dad he, asked him to stop. He said, "You're embarrassing us." And oh, then, and that's then, right. And that's then right. Kendall like set the world on fire, and then yeah. Logan had to like backpedal and be like, "That was pretty rude of me." I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I want to make sure we're solid. And like, yeah, exactly. You know, Connor's like out, like, what did he say? Like a hundred million dollars or something insane like that. Uh, and uh, so like, he thinks, I, I don't know, like the, the way that they talk about money feels like money isn't even real. <laughs> it's you know? crazy. Uh, it really yeah, is nuts. Uh, it's so crazy. I'm, I'm waiting to find out like, cause like sometimes like I, I don't know where to land with Connor right now, Dom. Like sometimes well, like he seems like he's being like really kind towards Kendall and then Kendall's a dick to him. Uh, and then sometimes like, it seems like Connor is like really loyal to dad, but like, is he ultimately go, is he just going to go wherever the money is? I don't know. He's just seems like one of those people that lives like what, whatever the latest and greatest idea he comes up with, that's what he's going to pursue and pursue it hard until he gets tired and bored of it. And then he finds the next thing to do. And I don't think it really matters who in the family is involved or around when it happens, but he needs to constantly be entertained. Yeah. You know what I mean? He can't like just sit around. So he'll either, you know, running for like, that was the greatest thing ever seeing that. And I mean, it's Cameron Fry. He's yeah, I know. I, it's my it's my guy let, from let when my, I grew up. Let my know? Cameron go. Let, let my Cameron go. Let my Connor. So go. having him and seeing um, just seeing the way, like he just is. He's so unstable. Like yeah. he's just so unstable. You don't you don't know what you're gonna get. So yeah, I don't ever think he's gonna be king of uh, the, of 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 Waystar. Yeah, but um, Waystaros. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, you're just throwing him out there. No, I'm sick, dude. Like I, I don't. <laughs> I like this is like the like the like uh like twelfth hour of podcasting that I've done in like uh twelve hours, it feels like. So like that's like this, what is my, this is just what happens to my brain at this point. That's how I felt about being in my truck today. I'm sure. Yeah. I was just like, get me out of this thing. I'm in this <laughs> yeah. I'm in this pod. I need yeah. to get out of this pod. I know it. I know it. I know it. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I'm curious to see where where Connor if, is Connor gonna play into stuff or is he really just a joke? But like, I feel like uh, we may be, uh, we may be unwise. To I really do hope that they. Power. I I hope that every character, regarding like the siblings and the father, all have a good, like closure, like good yeah. closure. I don't want it. Like you said, I don't want, I don't want Connor just to like 
be dangling out there as the show comes to an end. I want to see him go out with a a, a big roar, a big splash. I wrap see, him up. Yeah, they'll wrap, wrap him up. They'll wrap him up. And what do you think? I'm, I'm hearing like uh, we heard a comment from Brian Cox, Logan Roy say, we think the end of the show is near, right? Like, well, so the show, so the show's been renewed for a fourth season. Oh my god, that's official. Uh, if that's maybe, if I'm breaking news to you, Dom, it gives me are. great pleasure to do so. So it has been renewed for a fourth season, and I feel like if if that was the final season, HBO would have said so. Like I feel like in the like we're doing season four, it's the official announcement from HBO. Like if that's the final season, I think HBO is saying we're doing season four and it's the end of the show. So right. I think we've got two seasons for sure would be my guess. Like this is the hottest show out there right now. Like nothing like at least like in terms of like cultural conversation, um, right. it's in no danger of like ratings cancellation. Right. It is only in danger. Uh, and it is like actual like legitimate danger of like Jesse Armstrong, the creator being like the story ends after four seasons or the story ends after five seasons. Right. Um, the only thing I'll say is starting to feel a little redundant is, is the kind of sibling bashing. Yeah. Like it's funny, especially some of the shit that comes out of Roman's mouth. Uh It's funny, (laughs) but I just feel like how much of that can they take? Yeah. Like as a sibling, like if I, if I had that banter with my siblings, like after a while, I would just be like, go away. I yeah. can't be near you anymore. Yeah. So I just, I, I, in other words, I feel like exactly what we were talking about. Like with Roman, like there has to be a breaking point soon because yeah. he can't just keep sitting there taking beatings from his father season after season. And he's just like this kind of, you know, skating around every topic and playing it safe and not, you know, not really diving in too deep because he doesn't want to be stuck in a certain spot. So he's like, always just floating his options at some point. Roman needs to choose what he's doing. Yeah. Right. Uh, even Shiv, same thing. She's always kind of like, sure, dad. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I trust you. Sure. Dad. But he's like toying with her too. She seems too smart of a character to put up with that. Yeah. And I feel like in season one, even she like didn't take shit from her father. Why is she all of a sudden taking it so much? Now, you know? now he's like dangling over the thing over the her carrot. head that she actually carrot, yeah. yeah. So she wants the carrot. Um, I think this has been like sort of my like developing hot take was like, uh, like I think it's you know we keep we keep forgetting because the show takes place over such a quick period of time relatively that like Logan right. had like a like a life threatening health scare not terribly long ago. Uh, and also talking about in the show. Yeah, exactly. And like, and, and like not for nothing, um, like Kendall's had some health scares of his own and like, of like both like the, like of like the, of the drug abuse, substance abuse variety, but also like the mental health stuff. Right. I think, um, I, it's hard for me to like, to like picture the show without Logan or without Kendall. But I wonder if there's like a, if if there's something coming where like to your point about like it's getting old to see like all of the siblings bickering what happens like when you unplug one of the right. central characters from the show in a permanent way this isn't like the sopranos it's not breaking bad no one's getting blown up with a wheelchair and stepping out of an office with half their <laughs> face off like that's not <laughs> happening on succession right. but what happens if like kendall 
decides to leave. You know, what happens if something horrible happens like that? And what does that do to the characters that are left behind? I'm definitely nervous that the show could go there at some point. And that could be like a narrative uh, answer to like, maybe something that you're touching on that some people might be feeling is like a little bit of like the, the stagnance of the bickering and everything yes. like that. What happens that like, obviously like their lives have all been really shaken up by what Kendall has done, but there is still because Kendall is alive and they are all still alive. There are opportunities for people uh, to like pursue healing. Uh, that's not going to happen because all of them are trash monsters. Uh, but like what happens when that opportunity is gone because somebody is literally dead. Somebody yeah. is gone. Uh, that I'm nervous about. And I have been like thinking about that more and more that like, I can see a world where season three ends without Kendall Roy specifically. Uh, so he's your pick. I think like, I think Logan leaving is also obviously like a, is a, is a, is an option on the table, but like, I feel like I can imagine the show without Kendall a little easier than I can imagine the show without Logan. Um, Hmm. Even though it would be hard to imagine it without with either without of either of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think like that might be like you know not a season three could be like a season four type of thing. But like I feel like this is not going to end well for somebody. Eventually. Yeah, but I just don't I, I just don't know how like because even in season two was the bear hug, right? Yes. No, season one is the bear hug at the end. At the end, and yeah, then yeah, it yeah. kind of leads into the beginning of season two. But that's kind of the same thing: dad yeah. versus Kendall, dad versus Kendall, dad versus Kendall. Just done it a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's like that story has got to change at some point. Something has to give because I don't know how much longer. If if we keep going down that path, and then every all the filler in between are the siblings coming at each other and bashing each other. That's when you might start to lose some people. But the fact that they have a, a season four coming tells me that they probably have a good storyline coming up and we should just. I think like they're not going to stretch that like the, the there seems to be like a really like authentic level of like craft and care behind the show. I agree. This I is agree. not like Jesse Armstrong talks about the show like when he does interviews, Jesse Armstrong's interviews are hilarious to read because he doesn't want to tell you shit. Like yeah. he's like the show told you the answer to this question. Like he's like, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything. Just watch yeah, yeah, the yeah. actors do their thing. Yeah. Their acting is telling you the answer to the question that you're asking right now. Like that's not a guy who is uh, doing succession for 10 seasons. Right. Know? Like that's a guy who's going to do succession for as long as he thinks the story warrants it. Um, I agree. I agree. And, and you know, it's um, it's funny too, because this episode specifically really did lay a lot of groundwork for the show to move in di- different directions now. Right. The feds are raiding the place. Tom's about to possibly either sacrifice himself or spill the beans. You know what I mean? So it seems like um, there's some, some nice fun change coming to the show and the dynamic of the show. And even Greg, I want to see which side of the coin he, you know, he lands on because he's just, he can't figure it out. But like, is there not a, a, a scenario where Greg takes over? As, yeah, like, I mean, we floated say, this, right? We floated that. Skip ahead again if you're not a Game of Thrones uh, completist. Uh, we're gonna because uh, there's like 
Cousin Greg is sort of like the brand, right? Like, yeah, super tall, like a beanstalk, <laughs> kind of comes out of nowhere. Uh, uh, I think that's what I think. I think everyone wants that to happen too. I, like, yeah, everybody would be like, people. Like, this show is not like a. This show is not like a like a like a crowd pleaser in the no, sense. No, I know. Of like, no, let it me has take to be the, smart. What is it? The what, the cultural temperature. Stick the thermometer up the butt. Like they're not gonna like. Uh, they're not gonna just give us CEO Greg because we love cousin Greg. People always tell uh, tell this funny you know scenario like on Survivor. Like how great would it be if someone went out there and just played dumb the whole time and then made it to the final three and got dragged to the end because they thought they were just you know getting you know strung along and then at final tribal they show up as this really sophisticated smart person who just like it. blows the doors off the place. I, you know, that's how I ever, if, if, if Greg ever did make it there, that would be the way he does. Right. Like the whole time he's had it in the bag, but we know that's not true, but no. it's a fun, it's a fun, it would uh... be great. I would love <laughs> uh, let's get some more feedback here. We've got some fun stuff. Uh, this is from uh, Lisa. Lisa said, I think that Kendall might be part Australian. I think Lisa is Australian. Uh, and Lisa says, we would totally play good tweet, bad tweet here in Australia. <laughs> uh, I would also yeah. watch the video he watched at a party. We would probably put bets on it. Is it English humor? Is it uh, Australian humor? Because uh, I wouldn't cringe. I would laugh. I was thinking about you during good tweet, bad tweet, because I feel like uh, you have like the sense of confidence that like on like a survivor ghost Island night, like I could imagine like at the Abate household, you putting up good tweet, bad tweet. I, how much of your own press would you read? I mean, I, I've never, I, I'm, I have a this, thick this moment. This whole moment though, did feel like extremely like survivor of like, uh, like, don't listen to the podcast. Right, right. Don't do it. Don't go on Reddit. Don't go on. Don't read this stuff because it's just going to bring you down and all that. Don't, yeah, don't I mean, it. I know. And I, I would say, you know, I have a thicker skin than 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 most. So yeah. I, I, I can go on and read You're anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm nothing's going to knock me out of commission. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're and that good. doesn't but that doesn't apply to everyone. Some people. You know, it could have a, a strong effect. And it's curious. So what Man, was some of the things that they said about Kendall? Like, that's were, what I'm saying. We're like horrible, horrible, uh, like the like, you know, he's he's like uh, he's got a substance abuse problem, mental health issues. And really, I just feel sorry for him. It's like, oh, bullseye. Right. Like, I just shot him right out of the sky. But the one that killed me was like bootleg Ross. I don't know why that destroyed me. Like bootleg <laughs> David Schwimmer. Uh, oh, like man. that's like, that's like the kind of thing where like, when like, you know, the writers are now like writing to the actor who's playing right. the character, like, right. like, like because these people have to work together but like they have to have like as actors like thick enough skin to like tolerate like sometimes like jokes at like their physical expense right uh and so like calling him like bootleg david schwimmer like it's kind of like really mean to jeremy strong uh but certainly like kendall loved it he's like oh what's good good tweet good tweet I I think you'd be surprised how many of these actors come up with these ideas themselves sometimes probably, too, right? Probably. <laughs> you know, like, call, oh, you should call me this because growing up, everyone thought I looked like Ross, yeah. you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah no, it's funny. It, it, how does it affect? But is Kendall, like the way he's embracing it, right? Like yeah. it's an act, right? He's really crying inside. <laughs> I and think we so, know that. Sure. I think like there's a degree to which like maybe he thinks it's funny and he doesn't get it because like he, like we... We don't like we're not watching him like, you know, be coked up or at least we're not watching him like do coke 
we may be watching him be coked up and we're just not like seeing the drug scenes like him actually like taking well that's drugs what i was right curious now. about too because in the limo i specifically watched to see if there was a cocktail in their hand you didn't really or see, like he's drinking he had something. his phone in his hand yeah. no like at, even naomi at the party, is, though, right isn't he drinking or no oh you know i don't think but so. i mean like i don't i don't like the show certainly hasn't done like uh like because we've seen it when like Kendall is taking drugs, like we've seen him take drugs. We're not like watching him do that right now, but he's definitely like behaving in like a very similar way. And the the sad thing about like someone with like Kendall's addiction issues is like uh, he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. Right. Like, you know, like the way that he's at at this point. Uh, so I guess I guess we don't know. Um I wanted to play good tweet, bad tweet with That's you, but I couldn't point. find enough like good tweets and bad tweets. Uh, let's see if I've got. Uh, <laughs> I thought this one uh, was funny. This is from Roy Roy Donk fourteen on Twitter. Had been watching Succession for a couple weeks now. Still don't know which one is Succession. Uh, I think that's <laughs> bad. Bad tweet. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What are some some other tweets? Uh, this is uh, this was a. Uh, this was a tweet that was just confusing. I've never watched Succession, but I'm sick of seeing the Succession guy every time I turn on HBO. Who's the Succession guy? Would you? Jeremy watch? Strong. Is it? Jer oh, absolutely. <laughs> if you go to the app, you see yeah. Kendall Roy on the yeah. uh, like on the uh, main <laughs> the page. So that one is Succession. That's Succession. Uh, we yes. gotta go tell Roy Donk we found him. Uh, yes. Yeah. There's a lot of bad tweets out there about Succession. This was a good one was uh, me walking around the financial district seeing miserable businessmen in suits after watching Succession, and then it's just a picture of SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> watching Squidward walk around <laughs> very, very depressed. That's pretty uh, funny. I thought that was pretty good. You know, it, it, it really, the show really is an acquired taste, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, not only the characters are an acquired taste, but the theme also, you know, corporate takeovers and you know, proxy battles like that's uh, that's hard for, I think, a lot of people to understand some of that. I think I only have some knowledge of it because I actually have a bachelor's degree in finance and I yeah. had a lot to do with mergers and acquisitions in college. And, you know, yeah. so for me, that's why I think I took to it, because the topic did interest me. Yes. But then you throw some filthy characters <laughs> in the mix and it's just that much better. Yeah. You know, Uh I thought that this bit of feedback we got was hilarious. I have no idea how you're going to respond to it. But Josh Lemer wrote in and said, I don't know if Dom is the right guest for this question, but I wanted to ask, are we shipping anyone? Are we shipping anyone on succession, Dom? Like, are you like, uh, <laughs> what do we even... mean? What do we like, mean by are, shipping? Like, do you them? want to see anybody get together? Like, I don't know. I'm shipping Tom and diplomatic immunity. Like I want Tom oh. to be protected. Am I shipping him a gift? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I didn't want to say something like politically incorrect. I've no. never heard are the you, word shipping before. Are you shipping? Who do uh, we stand? Who? Do oh, we I stand? love. I do love Tom, and I would love to see him destroy the whole family. Yeah, I really would. Uh, Greg, you know, Greg and Tom. You, I uh, think I think Greg and Tom should be co-CEOs. Come yeah, on, I think we're shipping that. Uh, I think the, the and and. Like, who are your favorite characters? Like, top two. Oh, man. Top, I mean, like, I think Roman's I think, up there. 
I think my favorite character is is Kendall because he's just so complicated. Yeah, uh, and like right. I'm and I'm never totally sure where he's at. And like uh, like the whole off season between two and three was such an exciting time because like he's coming in hot, he's ready to go, mm-hmm. and then like so quickly he's just been like you know, like a paper tiger of narcissism. And like, that's yeah. fascinating to me. And like, but then to your point, like, well, what what does he have back pocket? Like, you know, like, how is he going to be able to, like, he's been moving really quickly here. And like, a lot of his choices have been awful, but some of them have been, you know. It's so funny. The last time we, last time we podcasted about succession, I remember I had some of, I had some three dimensional theories that, that podcast as well. Yeah. I remember thinking to myself, I can't wait for my, crazy idea theories to come true so josh yeah. wiggler will say that dom's a genius yeah yeah well none yeah. of them came true so <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. all right so everyone disregard yeah. this podcast too, but um uh, but yeah. can i ask you a question also sure. at the end of season two when kendall did do the press conference and bury his father we see logan roy close up and he's got the stupid grin like it's almost a sense of satisfaction that his son actually is a killer right yeah so i thought that would be the point of him handing it over he does i mean he does well then that's the end of the show you know so like it can't be that yeah uh but like i think like what that uh what that smile kind of like bears out as to me is when he's like He's on, he's trying to call him, you know, uh, when Kendall's in the car and he's like talking to him through poor Jess, the intermediary. Uh, mm. and he says, like, it's a that was a that was a good play, you know, right. like he's like impressed with the play. He's like, now go and say, like, you, uh, what is Kendall's like that? I ate like bad grocery store sushi, right? Like, go out there, say, like, yeah, yeah, made yeah. A mistake, come on back, we'll work out something new. And so, like, I think, like, the pride is like, okay, he took a pretty good shot, a decent move. It's but almost like he's Kendall's excited. Like, it's all, yeah. yeah, it's almost like he's excited because he gets to battle his son some more. There does seem to be like some element to which, like, this is the only way he can like love his kids. Um, are they gonna find? What are they gonna find in the raid? Like, is the like for the Titanic metaphor is pretty obvious with the cruise ship and everything, iceberg dead ahead. But like, is the cruise scandal, Dom? Is this the tip of the iceberg? Is there, are there like what kind of, cause like Logan tells Shiv in this episode that like, you're not going to find something on a piece right. of paper where you're not going to be proud of your dad anymore. Right. But like how many like hundreds of thousands Emails. of skeletons <laughs> are in the inbox? Yeah. Like when the yeah. FBI rate, like how bad is the raid? That's uh, a good for, question for Logan's uh, side. Of yeah. Because like you said, his name is probably on, hundreds or thousands of documents that can most likely incriminate him. It's going to end up. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be so bad that there's going to have to be some package deal here. Right. Um, He's not walking out of this thing alive, no matter how much he says, Oh, I don't read my emails or whatever. He told Shiv there's some, there's going to be some dirt in there. And I'm sure there's going to be some additional dirt that we haven't even hasn't come to our attention yet. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what, hasn't even been on our radar because what, like, what it could hasn't you introduce to the show yeah like what where could they go with that and i think i mean uh a lot of options who, who was uh like the head of all the dirtiness this guy mo mo lester yeah mo lester <laughs> yeah yeah and he's dead now right yeah he's gone he's so, gone uh yeah but- could 
but that could be bad. There could be a lot of a could lot be a of lot really of bad, bad stuff. Um, looking through it, some. It's more. so funny what you just said earlier, like a, a minute ago. You said yeah. that it's it's true. I think I you you nailed it when you said I think it's the only way he could love his kids is when they they they're on the battlefield. They're on love the battlefield. battlefield now. You know? That's a good point. It's almost it's exactly what it seems like. He only yeah. respects his children when they step up and come at him and you know try to prove themselves to him. Yeah. But it's yeah. not it doesn't seem to work for all of them. No. <laughs> um your uh your survivor castmate James had uh said compare the succession characters to Survivor uh Ghost Island contest. I think the only one that uh jeff probst is logan roy yeah that's like i was thinking the same thing yeah yeah like uh i know there's really no one else you can no it doesn't really map it doesn't really map as well uh you know (laughs) i mean we could hurt feelings right yeah but but we we don't need we don't need to do that right now we can talk Uh, offline uh uh last one from nicole just let dominic know he's awesome yes Uh, i saw that that was very nice uh what else did we talk about? Anything succession-wise that you want to get off your chest? Uh, you're loving it, though. You're enjoying season Yeah, three. absolutely. I'm loving it. And um, it's fun talking to you because you do kind of open my eyes to some things I may not have seen, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's good because this is a really complex show, and you can miss it. You can miss a small detail here or there, and then it, it might give you a completely different perspective of what's going on. Yeah, you, you gotta pay attention. You're missing something. Yeah, you know? I'm happy. I'm really happy. I uh, I do rewatch these episodes because, like I said earlier, if you don't, you're gonna miss a lot the first time around. Yeah. Um, and it's it's helpful because when the show's this well written and this complex, that's what makes it fun because you really get invested and dive into it, and you know. That's what makes like looking forward to the next episode. Like, holy shit, what's going to be the outcome of all these, you know, scenarios that they put themselves in? So I'm, I absolutely am loving it, and uh, I more than that loved talking to you about oh, it, buddy. My absolute pleasure. Uh, this is so <laughs> much fun. It was an absolute blast. Uh, I got to catch up on morning show. Uh, yes. A, a morning. Show uh, how far episode. are you? How far I'm along a, are you? I'm, I've done the whole first season, and I haven't watched any season two yet. Uh, so no season two. Can yet. I can I give there, you a small I, a small? I, I did. There are some. There were some very like some headlines that are hard to avoid over the the past little while. So I do know like a thing, but I'm not going to repeat the thing for anyone here who isn't caught up on the morning show. Well, I'm not going to talk about details of the characters. Yeah. But I do want to give one little thing that's really has me tuned in. Yeah. And it's that season two takes off in like december 2019 okay yeah so, so think time think place. where you are yeah. in that yeah. time of your life oh I and as they, you know what i'm saying and you start <laughs> to hear you start yeah. to hear hints of covid on the other side of the world yeah and uh it kind of brings you back to reliving that news as it was coming in and how people were blowing it off in america like yeah whatever it's not a yes. problem over yes. here and yes so it's really interesting to go very, back there. I have a very vivid memory of, I think, like February 2020. Uh, of I believe it was the the film director, Scott Derrickson, who made the Doctor Strange movie and a bunch of horror movies, who I think he had like a tweet that I'm, I'm getting the, the exact quote wrong. But he's like, uh, I think this COVID thing is going to be a pretty major story. And like <laughs> that life uh, lives rent free in my head. That like yeah. February 2020 tweet of like, 
yeah, I think it was a pretty big story. Like, I think that ended up being relatively important. And it's <laughs> like, funny you say that, too, because I remember a moment talking to my brother. Yeah. And I always thought, like, my brother was kind of like a conspiracy theorist, you know? Yeah. So I remember him. We were at my mother's. My mother is a leap year baby. Yeah. So we were celebrating her birthday, February 29th. And that's kind of not that early in the process. It's kind of things have been developing at that yes. point. And him just putting like the fear of God into me. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, why do you do that all yeah. the time? You just like love to put fear in people. I'm like, we're fine. Uh, Relax. Uh, Everything's going to be okay. The problem is he doesn't let me live that down. That he was right about that. <laughs> yeah. So course, now I got to listen course. to every other conspiracy uh, theory that's going on in his head. And I just don't have the capacity for all it. All right. Well, <laughs> does he watch Succession? I hope that some of he your doesn't. Succession conspiracy I, theories come true. So you can rub it in his face. It sounds like I am a conspiracy theorist myself, right? Uh, your 3D <laughs> theories. I want to see something happen. 3D theories are happening. Uh, are, uh, so uh, Succession's coming back Sunday night. Before that, uh, Kieran Culkin, Roman Roy, is uh, hosting Saturday Night live this oh weekend. sweet what do we think uh, uh how many succession sketches just the one will they go in on like they'll do the one succession sketch or is this going to be like they're not going to be able to avoid like doing a bunch of different succession things oh uh, that's a good question i'm uh, gonna get a one... cameo right brian cox has to show up and That'd like awesome and say f off on like uh uh cape on like uh i think TV. i think he should do a skit where he like plays like a home alone kid and tries to do it better than his brother uh, or like something. That. I like that. <laughs> I think it would be good. I think that would be good. Uh, Dom, where are you on the internet? You're cooking up a storm on Instagram. If anyone's into like uh, food porn, you've got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, my, my interests have shifted from the survivor world into new cooking world. I think and, a, he uh, a healthy choice. I mean, uh, I, I, I play with both, but my current health, interest healthy might not be the right. Word. Yeah, definitely yeah. not healthy. Yeah. Um, but, uh yeah i'm on instagram i don't even know where the hell is you're a, you're a, a body dominic, dominic on, uh, uh, instagram. on uh on twitter, on twitter. Yeah. yeah that changed because i actually canceled my twitter last year and then i rebooted it but they don't twitter do you, doesn't do you uh regret canceling it or do you regret coming back um it changes both. the answer changes. i uh, both i yeah. i i regret canceling because i didn't th i didn't realize i was going to lose my information yeah and it's good like you should always have your a history of your dialogue you know yeah. for yeah. better or for worse i think yeah. it's kind of important to have it yeah. um and then uh but it's also i'm happy i canceled it because it was a nice uh mental break from yeah. the crazy twitter world yeah and then my social my instagram is uh dominic underscore abate yeah, um, just but, delete the app on your phone next time. Don't delete the I, whole thing. I know. I was having one of those moments. I'm like, that's, a, that's um, a real, like, that's a really uncharacteristic, yeah. like, boomer moment from you. What it, are you doing? I know. You know. Like, what are you doing? Where are you from? 1945. I thought like, everything what did was you do burning your whole account. <laughs> You're crazy person that's like uh forgetting sarah marshall you have to you didn't i didn't do a i didn't do a proper permanent delete no <laughs> you didn't you really didn't but, uh yeah. um, amazing having you on here uh whenever ted lasso season three comes back we'd love to pick your oh i would love that. to come on that that's uh, a, we'll, that's we'll, a much more uplifting we'll find, we'll find a way Oh, and sometimes it gets a little dark there too. You yeah, know? You're right. They, yeah. They, 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 they I'll be honest with you. One of the most comforting episodes of Ted Lasso is when he had a panic attack. I was like, wow, he's human. He's it's normal. It's true. It's right? true. Yeah. <laughs> like, and everyone, oh. like, a lot of people responded to it with like extreme kindness. It's like, where, man, we need some more of that. It's very yeah. Funny. 
Uh, all right, Dom. Uh, really amazing having you on here. Succession continues. Season three, episode four. What's the next one called? Let's do a quick look uh, of what we're getting into on Sunday night. Lion in the Meadow. Oh, Whew. well, that sounds dangerous. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with more Succession coverage. Until then, everybody take care. Bye-bye. Oh, this is where I say F off. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply